The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. MCU definitive ranking worst movie in the franchise. Wow. So we're talking the 23 movies. Yes. Uh, 22 being Endgame and 23 is Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. I do want to reference before anything else is that there will be spoilers talking about the Marvel movies. Yes. I have just seen the Marvel filmes. I don't know if anybody else has seen them, but I just watched them and I have a lot to say about it. So here we are. Yeah. So here we are in our Marvel Cinematic Universe special. And we will be doing spoilers spoilers for all the movies, basically, as we want to talk freely about them, including the worst one, which was not my worst ranked movie for a while until our rewatch that we watched together. And part of it is the CGI sucks. Oh, man. And I don't think it is even because of how old it is. There's movies that came out around the same time in the MCU that are clearly better quality. I We haven't seen each other's lists, but I know what you have is the worst because it's like so unbelievably the worst that it makes the second worst look like the most incredible movie I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. It's so fucking bad. I, as more and more Marvel movies came out, more and more this movie slipped towards the bottom of the list. And it's so clearly, for me, uh, the worst of the bunch. Uh, we're Incredible Hulk, Ugh. unfortunately. It's bad. It's not good. It's bad. And honestly, I was inspired to do the definitive ranking because I, after I finished Endgame, um, I just wanted to like hear what everybody had to say about everything. Sure. And so that's when I looked at a bunch of other people's definitive rankings. And I was truly shocked and appalled that nobody else had The Incredible Hulk as the last one. So I just want to let anybody who's ever made a ranking that I've seen and it doesn't have the Hulk at the bottom, you are wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> and I hope you feel bad about it. This is not an opinion thing. This is scientific facts. No, it's facts. And I have yeah. the data to, <laughs> to back up my hypotheses here. Speaking of data, let's uh, do a quick kind of run through of our lists of uh, worst to best here yes. of our movies uh, choices here. So for 22, I feel like we're going to be kind of close on, on a few of these. I think so. Uh, with a little bit in between. So we're not going to harp on some of these too terribly long. But for 22, second mm-hmm. worst movie in the franchise, what do you have? Thor The Dark World. Same. Fuck that movie. That movie was just a mess. It was not... There were characters that I was invested in from the previous Thor movie that I could care less about in the second yeah. movie. It just, yeah. Not, it wasn't not a great. fun time. No, it really wasn't. Not at all. It's unfortunate. All right, so what do you got as 21? 21, I've got Iron Man 2. Me too. Wow. Yeah. Okay, all right. So we're, we're on, on to the races. Wait, what do you have as 20 then? Uh, 20 is Iron Man 3. Me too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn it. All right. <laughs> That's so funny. And I truly like mashed them back and forth a few times, but mm-hmm. no, Iron Man 2 is worse. It is definitively it is. worse. I do appreciate it in that Doing the impression of the villain is so much fun. My bard. My (laughs) bard. Where is my bard? It's very fun. Uh, And, (laughs) of course, then there's uh, Hammer being so wide open as the, like, the villain billionaire genius guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, just Sam Rockwell doing too much. Just too too much much. in that role. It's so much. He teeters on that edge a lot, I believe, in his work. He goes a little (laughs) too big sometimes. Uh, Okay, so then Iron Man 3 for 20. So 19, what do you have? Doctor Strange. I have Captain Marvel. 
Uh, I have Captain Marvel as 18. I have Doctor Strange as 18. Shut up. So we wow. It. Yeah. I'm wondering how similar these are going to be. I mean, I know for a fact that I have some ones that you're not going to agree with. Yeah. Um, But you and I also like the goofier ones that most people rank lower. True. And so I'm wondering actually how similar this is going to be. This may be pretty close. Okay, so 17 after uh, after our flippy-doo with Captain Marvel and Doctor Strange. I, this is one that you're going to not enjoy okay. at all. It's the first Avengers movie. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you know how I feel about it because I've waxed poetic, but I'm sure the listeners are just like waiting with bated breath bated here. Bated breath. 100% <laughs> On waiting. the edge of your seat, just chip, nibbling your fingernails. Um. Okay, so I didn't like it because honestly, as much of a huge Joss Whedon fan as I am, there it was too Joss Whedon. It was way too much. It felt like a Joss Whedon movie and not like an Avengers movie. I still have a deep appreciation for that movie, it being the first Avengers movie and how excited I was and how how happy I was with it when I first saw it in the theater Mm -hmm. and the 30 times after that that I watched it. But (laughs) something's to be said about the evolution of the movies from the first Avengers movie Mm -hmm. with the Russo brothers taking the helm with a lot of the Captain America and Avengers movies. There was more of that like cracking jokes on the run kind of vibe as opposed to standing around and having a riff off with one another. Right. And so that definitely aged the original Avengers movie a little bit more in recent years with the new movies coming out. It shows its age a little bit more. I think it was just that I watched them in order, like in short succession, because I'm pretty sure we watched all the way up until the first Avengers movie on day one of me starting the MCU. And so I think just from watching them all, I was like, no, I know them. And they wouldn't say that. Also, they <laughs> like indignant. aren't treating Cap like a sexy bag of meat as much in the original Avengers movies as they are in later movies where they're doing gratuitous scenes of him holding a helicopter on a pad. Yeah. And it's really clearly gratuitous or him like ripping logs in half. Yeah. Or just Give all the, the people what they talking want. Talking about his ass a lot. Everybody's like America's super into ass. America's ass. Yeah. I feel like that was necessary and just we didn't just miss that completely. <laughs> I think how I was like, the jokes aren't their character. And you're like, more ass, please. Yes. <laughs> Which I love. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you 100%. for speaking up. Thank you for speaking your truth to it's, power. It's an edgy statement. It is. For sure. But I feel like there's people that are going to relate to that. A bit. I feel like Chris Evans is everyone's type. Like, he's not my type. But he's still such a fucking dream. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. He's just like a, he's a neutral ideal in a way. You know? Which is kind of Captain America. It really, really. is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So we've got for your 17 Avengers. Avengers yeah. I have got the first Thor movie. That's what I have a 16. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, for six, It's fine. It's, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's fine. It's got, um, the, the woman that's been taken away from me, like I had it, any chance at all, uh, Kat Dennings. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, what a great pairing. We just found out that Kat Dennings and Andrew W.K. are together. And honestly, I'm living for it. That's the thing is that I can be disappointed as everybody in the world is like scream crying right now. All, oh, yeah. And uh, the thing is, though, that that's a really good match. And I love it so much. And I can't be that mad because that's fucking rad. But also, the, they're both like very hot. And so I just want to be like part of it. I don't want to take either of their spots. I want to be involved. You want to be the meat in that sex sandwich. I, I want to be the unicorn in such a profound way. <laughs> I just want to party with Andrew WK and Kat Dennings. Yes. If things get a little sexy, oh, well. 
if we're going to menage, then we're going to menage hard. Yep, yep, exactly. That's how that song goes. That's really That's good. on the new record coming out is menage hard. Wait. The religion-themed record. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, so what do you have as 15? Uh, well, 16, oh, 16. is uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay, I'm close to that one. Yeah, it's. I enjoyed it fine, but there was just so much with the drones with the hologram stuff that was just a little yeah. too cheesy for me. A little bit. And I, I love that it did kind of modernize the Mysterio backstory from the comics, and he was a smoke and mirrors type of villain. Mm-hmm. But And I get why they went with what they did, but it, the way that they realized it, the final battle was just so fucking cheesy. It really was. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I don't hate it. And no, not at I've all. I've watched it a number of times, but it's definitely not nearly as close to my heart as the original It's a little weaker. Movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So for 15... For 15, okay, so 14 is where I have Far From Home. Um, for, for 15, and I know you're not going to love this either, I've got Captain America, the first Avenger. Oh, no. See, I do love that a lot. But again, I also understand that it's Joe Johnson as the director of the first Avenger, who also did the movie The Rocketeer. Mm, and yeah. for anybody familiar with that, it very much has that same tone as Captain yes. America, the first Avenger. It's a... a Nazis World War II like caper kind mm-hmm. of thing with a guy that has a jetpack that the Nazis want and he has to fight him back and it's very that vibe that Captain America the First Avenger has and I'm into it I'm here for it I'm all about it so I'm sorry like I trust me I do not want to rank a movie with Stanley Tucci this low it just when I compared it to everything else sure. I felt like I couldn't write it you know any higher personally and it's not yeah it isn't even in my top 10, but it's still definitely like middle ground, which for this list is pretty good. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's some some behemoths in this uh, collection. Yeah, here. no shit. For my uh, 15, I've got Avengers Age of Ultron. Okay. Some very mm-hmm. important stuff happens in that film, but it does suffer from uh, kind of weed and exhaustion a little bit with the quippiness. 100%. And it's also just, it's a little bit clunkier than the first Avengers movie for Mm me. Um, There's important characters introduced. I think James Spader, as fun as he was as Ultron, was a little too jokey for a maniacal killer robot AI. I don't know, though, because he's a Tony Stark maniacal killer AI. I would love to see just a 20-minute short of Tony Stark teaching the AI how to be snarky. (laughs) I think it was just um, like a nature versus nurture thing. And just being around Tony Stark, you become snarky. I don't know what they teach. Starky? No, I'm done. No, I'm sorry. Stop. I, I said I was going to. Oh, no. So there <laughs> must have been a class that was taught in the early days of, of special effects that robots are just naturally snarky because that's that Star Wars shit, too. All the robots in Star Wars are like shit talkers and sarcastic as shit and really catty and... So are apparently the AIs that Tony creates because Jarvis, before he came, mm-hmm. uh, became uh, Vision, was definitely would throw some shit back at Tony occasionally. Yeah. And then now uh, as Ultron as well, definitely a shit talker. For you know sure. what? I, let it, I love it. Let the robots have fun. They deserve <laughs> it. <laughs> we see what happens when the robots have fun. They, I know. They destroy Sokovia. That was bad. I'm I'm gonna say, you know, that was their bad. Yeah, for go sure. on a limb there. I'm going out on a limb. <laughs> it might not have been worth the snark, but you know, I did enjoy the snark <laughs> okay. as I do. <laughs> so we've got for 14. That's where I have far from home. Far from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, for 14 for me, 
Um, and I hate that I have this ranked so far back, but there's just so many good movies. Ant-Man and the Wasp is 14 mm. for me. I think it's a very fun movie, but I don't know. There's something about the the storyline with the with Ghost, and yeah. it's just a little... Yeah. I'm not as invested in the villain. I don't really care about the villain. The villain's just kind of there, and oh, that's right, there's a villain. I agree. I, that's not the important part for me in that movie. Yeah. We're definitely in the same ballpark for okay. most of this, for yeah. sure. Okay. You're just... Yours are all slightly lower than where I have some of these plays. I kind of wish that that Ant-Man and Wasp treated the villain ghost like uh, Billy Bob Thornton's character in Tombstone, where it's just Ant-Man and the Wasp like meeting up and reuniting and then working on like a caper or something to like save X-Con, the security company that he mm-hmm. built. And they go on a fucking adventure and then ghost shows up and they're like, oh, you're still here? <laughs> okay. Uh, fuck. I don't know. Uh, We'll get some quantum energy, I guess. Can you just <laughs> chill for a bit? Like, we'll get you quantum energy. It's fine. Just just fucking stop. No, I'm going to get... Okay, okay we're going to beat the shit out of you then, I guess. And just just a nuisance. Not <laughs> even a problem. Just annoying. Would they be... really should have accepted that screenplay you submitted. So much <laughs> really? better. I need to stop writing them in crayon. I think it would be appreciated more. You need to stop writing them after the movie comes out. <laughs> you yes. submitted it and they were like, we're not going to erase this you and know, start over. That's a different angle than I have been doing. I don't think it's the right choice, but mm-hmm. I will consider it. Okay, great. That's yeah. all I can ask, yeah. truly. Yeah. All right, what'd you have for 13? 13, I have got Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Okay, um, okay. Uh, that was initially ranked a little bit higher for me uh, as I was writing this out, and also just traditionally, but the Power Packed like, list of the top 10 I is know. so hardcore that it's a bit cheesy. And it for is. a galactic cosmic movie, it's actually a very small movie. Yeah, that's true. And I like the story what the conversation is having about you know your parent it's Mm -hmm. so constant in the mcu the conversation about like realizing your legacy and also like recognizing when your legacy is poisoned in some way shape or form Mm -hmm. it's it's constant in so many of the marvel movies and guardians of the galaxy 2 is no exception i think i ranked it a little bit higher because out of all of them it is the best of the twos it is by far better than okay iron man 2 Thor 2, uh, well, Captain America 2 is... Winter Soldier, yeah. Winter Soldier, it's so never really mind, strong. not that one. Yeah. Um, but besides that, yeah. I still thought it was good. And, I mean, Kurt Russell can truly do no True. wrong. Great I, casting choice, he's as so always. so much fun. Yeah. And I love now that he and his son are now part of the MCU. I know. It's great. I love it. <laughs> but, no, it's fun. And there's a part that is both my most hated part of that and also the most, like, wonderful moment at the same time. I hate it the most and love it the most at the same time is when they play fucking catch. I know. I knew you were going to say that. It's so bad. It's such a stupid fucking choice. <laughs> it really is. And I'm so glad that they got like added in there. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, I, the, I remember in the theater, people groaning when that happened, <laughs> followed by lots of laughter. Yep. <laughs> that you immediately hate it. And then you accept that it's still, it should have been in there mm-hmm. and you're happy that it's there. It's so stupid. <laughs> I love moments like that. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got, uh, for 13 Guardians of the Galaxy, you've got... Civil War. Civil War? I know. You know I didn't like Civil War. <laughs> okay, so everyone has listened to this podcast before, hopefully before listening to this episode. And if you haven't ever listened to this podcast before, 
my opinions are bad. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're wrong, but you know what? They're mine, goddammit. And I stand by them knowing full well that they're bad. I didn't like Civil War. I felt like people were out of their own characters, yeah. especially um, Captain America. I just didn't feel like it was true to him, and I didn't like it. And I'm not sorry, okay. except for when... Captain America flipped over that motorcycle. That was <laughs> that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. No, in that, my that was life. in uh, Age of Ultron. Oh, it was in Age of Ultron. Yep. Okay, great. Well, I should have That's ranked Age of one. Ultron yeah. higher because <laughs> that was the coolest thing I've seen in my entire life, and I talk about it every all day, the time. Yeah, every all, day. weirdly all the time. I know. I love it so much. I'm partially, you know, just trying to do like a commit to the bit thing, but mm -hmm. also it was fucking awesome. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> all right, so. We are getting to the, down to the nitty gritty. We're almost mm -hmm. at the top 10. I'm going to speed through mine because 12, I have Ultron. 11, I have Ant-Man and Wasp. And then 10, I have Guardians 2. For uh, 12, I have Ant-Man. Okay, wow. Yeah, and that's, that's wow, rough wow, for wow. me. Then I've got, for 11, Captain America, the first Avenger. Okay. And then for 10, I've got Spider-Man Homecoming. Wow, Okay. Which is hard for me because I love all of those movies. I know. I really do. But man, I mean, we're talking the top 10 now. I know. Uh, Spider-Man is in the top 10. Yeah. The number 10 spot. Yep. So let's just knock them out. All right. I don't feel like we have to explain as much the top 10 because they're True. just the darlings of this bunch here. For me. I mean, I've got some on here that you've already said in your lower so slots. Give me nine, eight, and seven. You got it. Number nine, I have... Infinity War. Oh wow! <laughs> I okay. know. Number eight, I have Homecoming, which I know that that as a duo is yeah. <laughs> psychotically ordered, but I don't care. Um, and number seven, I have Ant Man. Wow, Ant Man's way up there. Hell yeah, Ant Man fucking rules. Ant Man does rule. <laughs> Absolutely, so does. good. But I've got number nine, Avengers, the first Avengers movie. Okay. Then eight is Captain America: Civil War. Okay. And then seven is Avengers: Infinity War. Oh, okay. So that's not that far. My Infinity War is off. nine. I that was really surprising for me when I had to sit down and rank this because I figured Infinity War would be in the top five at least. Mm -hmm. And no, it's it's still in the top ten. But there's just I mean, there's so many important yeah. ones that Infinity War will always be kind of a what if for me because I knew so much about the twist, mm -hmm. about the snap, about how people responded to it, who was snapped, dialogue. Like I knew too much. And so the emotional impact was just not there. And yeah. I will kind of always wonder what would have been between me and <laughs> Infinity War. But for right now, it's number nine. All right. Number six, I got Guardians one. Okay. For number six, I've got Black Panther. Nice. Okay. Number five, I've got Winter Soldier. Uh, for number five, I've got Winter Soldier. Ooh, nice. Yep, yep. Four, I've got Iron Man. Four, I've got Iron Man. Wow, yep. okay. Three, I've got Ragnarok. Four, three for me is Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, gotcha. Two, I've got Black Panther. Uh, so you have Ragnarok. I've got Ragnarok Because I two. know number yep. one, we both got fucking Endgame, Endgame all day. Endgame is an incredible film. And talk about sticking the landing so fucking hard oh on God. a 20, at that point, that's the 22nd movie. Mm -hmm. And nailing the landing as hard as they did is incredible. Incredible. No notes. Absolutely amazing. Changed my life forever. <laughs> Truly was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. The screams, the tears, the emotional exhaustion. Yes. I remember it fondly. <laughs> <laughs> I was so grateful that we have no neighbors. Yes. <laughs> the time in the store below us was closed because <laughs> it was just guttural, man. <laughs> 
it really so was the, just that soul crying. It that really was, happening. was. Yeah. But this list was really fun. I had a hard time. Mine's handwritten and I'm just looking at a picture of it. But you can see how many uh, changes I made throughout. There's many things oh, crossed off and changed mm-hmm. around. I had to move stuff hard. around. I had yeah. to, 100% had to move stuff around. <laughs> I had to put a little word bank at the top with all the movies so I didn't miss anything. And then I would have to come across one and be like, oh, no. That's one <laughs> I got to put in here. 11. Yep. <laughs> And that's it. So if you don't agree with me and you don't agree with Mike, ooh, it's going to be tough for you because one of us is right. That's, or somehow both at the same somehow time both of are us correct. Are right. Yeah. But no matter what, I finished all the movies and I, it was deeply upsetting. Welcome back to Deeply Upsetting. I am Amy Bogart. And I am Mike the Hobbit. And this is our special Marvel episode. Yay! Yay! Deeply Upsetting is the podcast where we use our expertise to usually answer your most deeply upsetting hypothetical quandaries. This one's a little bit different um, just because it's an MCU-themed episode and all we asked for were some prompts, um, which we're going to get into in just a few minutes. But normally we ask for your hypothetical questions. So you can send in anything that's on your mind and we will talk about it in the most horrible way possible. So these next questions, these are... Unlike the first part where it was a ranking of all the movies, this is going to be talking about specific movies in relation to the best and worst of a specific thing. And it's all Mm -hmm. fun, like senior superlatives, and we'll we'll get into it, but it's going to be a little bit more of the standard fare that you're used to with Deeply Upsetting, but with a Marvel-centric spin on it. Exactly. Trust me, it's going to be upsetting. (laughs) (laughs) You will not be disappointed if you're here for that. All right. So for future reference, you can ask us your questions in a bunch of different ways. Or if we throw out prompts like we did for this one, it will be on social media. Facebook and Twitter, we are at Deeply Upsetting. You can send us your questions by email, geeksundertheinfluence at gmail.com. If you would be so kind as to put Deeply Upsetting in the subject line, we would appreciate it. Or you can leave us a voicemail or send us an angry text. If you didn't like our rankings, that's <laughs> totally fine. GUI network hotline is 804-505-4484, which is 804-505-4GUI. Yay. Yay. All right. Business is over. Yes. Let's get down to the real shit. Yes. The real <laughs> shit here. We've got a few choices here mm-hmm. uh, that we're going to go over. The first one out of the gate that's important. And this is something that I think you saw on TikTok. I did. We, and she was wrong. She was wrong what was uh, the the question is the horniest yes mcu movie okay so i saw a tiktok series i don't have her name so i truly apologize um but honestly i had to like throw my phone out the window because she was um so wrong and so she was doing the basically the definitive ranking of movies from worst to best in terms of horniness sure and Honestly, the answers were just out of control where her in her top 10. I didn't watch all of it in her top 10 was Incredible Hulk because she said that's the closest that it comes to having a sex scene between like Edward Norton and Liv Tyler. But when that happened, I remember being like, oh, no, please tell me they're not going to have sex. They had no chemistry no, to they didn't. speak of. Um, and way at the bottom of her list was Ragnarok. 
as in the worst horniness. Are you that movie is so horny? Me? There's so much horniness in that movie, and also you've got like every single angle covered in Thor Ragnarok. Truly, I think that is up there, if not the horniest movie, which it might be. I mean, I mean, you've got a uh, goth goddess. Yes. Like evil goth goddess. Yes. Cool. Yes. Like uh, that dominatrixy type of vibe coming from uh, from the goddess of death. Yes. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, jokes about Thor's hammer uh, almost being a sexual relationship and yep. it pulled him off. Yep. You've got Thor, of course. Right. You've got a uh, bisexual icon Valkyrie. Yes. Doing the fucking most in that. Yes. And the swagger is there's fireworks behind her and yep. she's just hard drinking and oh. also- has this like unspoken like sexual tension with giant green dick Hulk. Yes. Valkyrie could ruin my life and she would. She would like rob me, give me alcohol poisoning. <laughs> right. And I would say thank you yep. because Tessa Thompson is, I mean, top of the list. People always say that the mummy movie with Brendan Fraser and um, Rachel Weiss is like ultimate bisexual representation because it like awakened a lot of things for people in the 90s, which totally understand that. I feel like this movie does just as much. I could see that for the next generation. Not to speak on behalf of the bisexual community, but it does. (laughs) Well, also like, well, here's the thing as far as like awakening something Mm -hmm. and this for the Zoomer generation, I guess. Sure. They don't need help. They're they're on that shit. Like they, they don't need a, a the mummy to awaken something in them. Right. They're coming out being like, nah, no, what? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like fucking. You're yeah. like you are four. <laughs> you need to Please, stop. Calm down. You cannot talk like that in school. <laughs> like they will send people after me. <laughs> Ragnarok also has a very specific um, level of horniness for the weirdos out there. There's weirdo horny representation because we've got Incredible Hulk in Hulk form, which I know some of you perverts are into, and you see his ass for the first time. You do. Um, we've got Loki, which is like weirdo horny icon. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Jeff Goldblum, who is like the king of King Zaddy, King Zaddy of weirdo horny mountain. And you also <laughs> got like, if you want to have that like, Yahoo redneck horny vibe, you've got Carl Urban doing the fucking most as as his uh, character. Very with, true. With the the automatic weapons, and he's like trying to impress the women with his fucking Vespas and. Wait, also, Idris Elba is in the film. Oh, sure. Case closed. It's yeah, over. It's horny. Whoever that girl is on TikTok, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> or also, someone should fuck you. I feel like maybe you've never fucked before. <laughs> if you are ranking Incredible Hulk like 15 spots above Thor Ragnarok, I'm so upset. Yes. I'm really upset. So I'm, I'm very happy that we're in agreement that Thor Ragnarok is so horny. Oh, it's crazy horny. And it's like fun horny too. It's not mm-hmm. like creepy uncle horny. Mm-hmm. It's like your fun college roommate that like makes you get out of your shell and do stuff that's a little riskier than you normally would. Yes. Kind of kind of horny. You Definitely. Know? Also, special shout out to a movie that's not horny at all, which is Endgame, but introduces us to another very strange awakening horny icon, which is medium hulk <laughs> where we've got him like right in between banner and hulk where he's decided to live where he's like kind of green but also like crazy buff and like wearing a cardigan with glasses and like a little salt and pepper hair yeah, situation yeah. and i truly felt things um that i thought might have been dead inside me before but they are <laughs> in fact real and i had to honestly take to the internet to make sure that i wasn't the only person who was 
incredibly weirdly aroused by medium Hulk the and incredibly zaddy Hulk. Incredible zaddy Hulk. Yeah. And I was not disappointed. There are many of yeah. us. We are Legion. And I saw many, many tweets about how uh medium zaddy Hulk would go down on a woman um the best that it's ever been done. And I agree. And I think that that is just fact. That's like in the Bible. It's <laughs> <laughs> in the Bible. Yeah. Medium zaddy Hulk is in the Bible. That's one of the books of the Bible, actually, is Medium Zaddy Hulk. Amen. Yeah, right. uh, some honorable mentions I think mm-hmm. are important. The uh, the shirtless scene, that gratuitously long shirtless scene from the first Thor movie, mm-hmm. where Kat Dennings and Natalie Portman might as well have just gone awooga yeah. in that moment. <laughs> their eyes popped out. Yeah, popped out of their heads. Very important moment. <laughs> there was a funnier kind of almost, I want to say, nod to that moment in the first Ant-Man movie where Paul Rudd takes off his shirt. And and Wasp looks at him like, oh fuck, yeah. Where she, you know, here's this goofy, looks kind of scrawny dude, but he takes off the shirt, and she's, like, oh, oh, you got the V, yeah. Fuck, yeah. And after that, she's like, okay, a little bit. So also, you don't deserve it because if you didn't think Paul Rudd was like incredibly delightful before that, and you had to see the V, you don't deserve him. <laughs> Fair. He he deserves a lot better than that. he deserves better. Yeah. yeah. You but you brought it up before, but incredibly honorable mention to the helicopter scene with captain america yeah that's that should have been illegal actually that was like (laughs) that was too horny i actually called the horny police they're the only ones that are well no they're also bastards (laughs) the horny police shouldn't (laughs) exist but this was an emergency and i had a karen moment and i had to call the horny police because holy mother of god (laughs) they stayed on that shot they sure did. With so much purpose mm-hmm. that I would love somebody to ask the question of like, that's for the hornies, right? Yeah. Like you put that in there for the hornies and then being like, yeah, clear. I mean, pretty clearly. Obviously. That's for the hornies. <laughs> it's for everyone because you didn't have to be horny to begin with. You just are horny now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you slid right off that chair. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, so some good mentions. Also, I I know that we we got to bring up that uh, just for Umbaku's thighs alone, oh. um, we've got some oh. some Black Panther in there as well. Very oh important. My God. Yeah. <laughs> Who tell uh, tell me about that shit? Uh, the the best thing that I've ever read in the history of human language being put <laughs> in 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 shapes yep. to make words <laughs> is. The tweet from Thirsty Tweets of Mbaku can blow my mm back out is just the greatest thing that's ever happened. I'm pretty sure she won a Pulitzer, actually. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> if she didn't, she should have. If I was in charge of the Pulitzer, <laughs> that would win because truly, The Pulitzer people are just like, you need to stop giving Pulitzers to Twitter. <laughs> that's to a lot. Thirsty Tweets. <laughs> thirsty and I was tweets. like, but they're about Winston, too. <laughs> and they were like, oh, Damn! <laughs> like, oh, do you see his eyes when he was like sexy dad and in, in us? Oh and... my god, who made that character for me? <laughs> Truly, sexy thick thigh dad that's kind of like a hot dummy. Could it be any more on brand for you, girl? I don't think so. Perfect. <laughs> so honorable mention to the movie Us. Yeah. Also not a horny film. Also surprisingly surprisingly part of the MCU. Yep. I had no idea that that was actually canonical to the MCU. Winston Duke's power. <laughs> yeah, Truly. Right. That's Umbaku in his earlier years before he took the throne as uh, the leader of that that tribe. <laughs> yeah. Is that he was he was uh 
dorky, thick-thighed dad. Mm -hmm. He became very hardened. And Well, after the events of us, that would harden anybody. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. What do you think? Totally just tonal shift here. Um, just so we can calm everybody down. You you paused the podcast to go jerk it. And now you can come back and we can talk about the most emo movie. Sure. <laughs> I think this exists. Uh, it's kind of a toss up for me between two movies. And they are definitely two of the worst movies of all of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Incredible Hulk is very emo. Oh, very. He's just really sad. And then he gets slightly horny. And then he that could Ha- that could end up in hundreds of people dying. Mm-hmm. Imagine getting horny could make people die. Yeah. Like that's got to suck. And yeah. that that's a terrible emo like realization for somebody. But then he's like sad because he can't be with his girl. And then he goes <laughs> and hides in the fucking woods. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's emo. <laughs> Truly. That movie, I feel like scenes of it could have been like the music video for Wow, all emo bands just fell out of my brain, apparently. <laughs> well, it does have the sad walking away music from the Incredible Hulk series in it, mm. which is just the sad piano. Doom, 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 is in it, <laughs> which is the most emo song ever associated with any superhero property mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. on the face of the earth, ever. So since that's in there, it absolutely puts it to the top. True. It's just slightly disappointing that um, we didn't get vindicated from that, from Dashboard Confessional. No. That was Spider-Man 2 starring Tobey Maguire. <laughs> that was that movie's theme song for some reason. Oh, it, it's not MCU, so it doesn't mm-hmm. count. But Spider-Man 3 with the black-haired uh, Peter Parker that oh, does all man. the, like, that's kind of a dick. Yeah. And he's got the swoop. Yep. It's... Yeah, that's pretty fucking emo. Yeah, definitely. So honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. honorable mention to movies outside the MCU. <laughs> right. Um, I also think Thor The Dark World is pretty fucking emo. I would say that, yeah. Because, I mean, first off, they, there is a moment where they like see each other for the first time and they're standing in the rain, yeah. which is very fucking emo. Very emo. Well, especially because after we watched... um, We watched Iron Man 1 and we watched, you know, Captain America, the first Avenger... Um, and I believe those are back to back, if I recall. Um, I was like, do all of the movies from now on end up with them like meeting a girl and then being like, guess it's not going to work out. Oh, well, bye. <laughs> then being emo at the end of the movie. I think, yeah, that's what motivates you to be superheroes. Like, she didn't love me. I hope the world can love me. And then you just do <laughs> stuff in hopes that the world is going to make it. I think that's actually, and I'm not even joking, I think that's the plot of Superman Returns. True. <laughs> but actually hoping that in the end you will somehow like defy the odds and become with them, which is Captain America's plot line. Yep, that's his whole arc is <laughs> defying the odds. Buck wild, truly. It was I mean, don't get me wrong, I blubbered like a little baby bitch, but it was so ridiculous. I mean, yeah, think about it that ultimately like the entire arc of that character is to get back together with his ex. Yep. That's his whole fucking character development. Do you think that Captain America ever had sex? That was brought up. When? That was in Winter Soldier, uh, where it was kind of alluded to where it's like, have you ever kissed or have you? And Captain America said, I'm I'm 90. I'm not dead. Oh, yeah. Kind of alluding to that. No, he, someone had gotten that good good from, uh, oh, no. from Captain America. <laughs> you made such intense eye contact when you said that. Good good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like it at all. He's like, this is America's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. And what's weird, though, is that he screams Bucky when he comes. So That's I, not surprising That's at not all. at all surprising. That is so not surprising. I feel like he and Bucky get drunk and fuck. 
and then just never speak of it. Or they just like reach time. over and start giving each other a hand job and mm-hmm. they just don't, they like do quick side look to make sure that the other person's not freaking out. And then they just kind of look ahead and just, they're like laughing and like pushing each other and being jokey sitting on the couch. And then just one just kind of reaches over and just grabs the other stick. And then you just like are quiet and just like dead silences. You just hear like the rustling of clothes. I as... don't see that for them. I really don't. I feel like it's one of those things where they're like, maybe we should have drinks. I don't know. Like just looking for an excuse to have like a passionate. Oh, I'm so like, drunk I right now. Yeah. I... And it's like, Captain America, can you even get drunk? You're like way too <laughs> strong. And he's like, I don't remember a thing. He's like, I am so wasted right now. <laughs> yeah. He's like that kid in high school that was like, I'm drunk. And they were just drinking like a glass of Kool-Aid right? or something. <laughs> That's Captain America all the time. Like, yeah, that's that's uh, actually not a wine cooler. That is juicy juice. So <laughs> I think you're fine. <laughs> Why do I feel so drunk then? <laughs> Why did every party in high school have that person? Oh, every single party, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> so we got this next one here um, from Murphy Lawless uh, suggests uh, this ranking here. Which heroes would have the weirdest, most mundane hobbies outside of their hero work and what would they be? Oh, man. I love this. I do, too. I mean, weirdest is definitely obviously going to be Ant-Man. Close-up magic is pretty... That uh, ruled. Yeah. That was actually amazing. And also playing on his electric drum set. Yep. Mm -hmm. Also learning how to bounce a ball off a wall in such a way. (laughs) I mean, he was bored, but I feel like he would have probably gotten around to doing all of that anyway. Yeah. (laughs) If he wasn't like on house arrest. (laughs) (laughs) And if it wasn't for the close-up magic that uh, Ant-Man figured out how to do like that's helped him in his times since the mm-hmm. sleight of hand kind of thing, mm-hmm. but also helped out Randall Park yep. in WandaVision. Yep. Um, being so impressed with Ant-Man's uh, sleight that of hand. That was the most wholesome character progression. Oh my, I love Randall Park period anyway, oh, so, but his character in the MCU is just a precious mm-hmm. that needs to be in everything. He's so cute. I think being set up to be kind of a, a new Coulson type character that is just in all of the big movies as just a side character that strings them together. And I'm, so on board with that. I miss Coulson. I know. Oh, that was too. awful. That was rough. I was not ready for that. So uh, mundane hobbies also, I, as far as stuff not shown in the movies, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that uh, Bruce has- Oh, yeah. Like maybe a Ghostbusters, he collects spores, molds, and funguses or something. Just a really weird thing. Or just your standard coin collection- Stamp collection. I feel like butterfly he, collection. I was gonna say butterfly, butterfly collection. collection. That sounds right. I was gonna say butterfly collection, and then I feel like at some point he was like, "I can't be trusted to have this," and then he like gave it away or something because he was too afraid of himself. He gave it to uh, in the period between Infinity War and Endgame. He gave it to Tony and uh, Pepper's kid. Oh, <laughs> why did you say that? <laughs> How dare you? He's like, do you like butterflies? And she was like, oh, I love butterflies. And here you go. And then she started screaming because it was a thing full of butterflies stabbed through the middle with pins. <laughs> and he didn't really think how that would come off to a small child. And he was like, no, no, they died with purpose. She's like, he's got to get me. Her <laughs> <laughs> weird zaddy Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that that would be true. Yeah, definitely. I think also... I have a feeling that War Machine, uh, mm-hmm. Rhodey, mm-hmm. I think he has some like incredibly dorky like collectible card collection. Like he either does the Magic the Gathering mm-hmm. or like, do you remember? Do you remember the like 
desert storm trading cards oh wow yes that it would be something like that where it's like super macho guy in dork form yep something mm-hmm. the desert storm trading cards or something along oh, those I lines totally wwf collectible trading cards or something along those lines oh, definitely that's cute yeah <laughs> that's really Just sweet binders of them under uh, under his bed mm-hmm. that he still holds on to because he doesn't really collect them anymore yeah but, you know you never know, like, the, the value might just, it's only going to go up. True. So. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they're not for, like, his interest or anything. They're just, like, a good investment. We put so much time and investment into it when he was a kid. He doesn't want to just get rid of them. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. That's like people with Beanie Baby collections. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we think as a society that those were truly going to be, like, the currency of the future? Right? Then instead of dollar <laughs> bills, you're just throwing out fucking stuffed puppy dogs out of your purse. <laughs> I would love to have seen that in a movie that instead of, you know, the person that's like down and out and they've been robbed and their wallet's gone and they have like their their ring mm-hmm. is the only thing that they have that is of any value that they trade in to get like passage on a bus or something. Mm-hmm. Except it's just a fucking beanie baby. No, it's like the Princess Diana beanie baby. That was like a really meaningful one. Oh. It was supposed to be worth a ton. Nice. She was beautiful. Don't get me the wrong. The beanie baby or Princess yeah. Diana? Well, both. Well, both. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously both. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that is most mundane hobbies. We we have a bunch of these, so we're trying to plow through here. Um there's also another one from Murphy, if you wanna Oh yes. Uh Murphy also asked best and worst dirty talk. I feel like it's mostly gonna be worst. Worst. I don't (laughs) think any I think Tony would be up there with the best, probably. Probably. Yeah. I feel like Tony could be like a secret Dom. Or a secret sub, honestly. And so that would be kind of interesting. Yeah. But I also feel like Tony is the type of person where you'd have to be like, shut up. Shut yeah. the fuck up. He would take it too far. So hopefully he's actually a secret sub because then it could be like part of it. Yeah. I think both best and worst mm-hmm. is going to be Bruce. Okay. Because yeah. he's probably really uncomfortable at first and he's like trying to be sexy with it, but it's just coming off very awkward. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to kick you in the shin and they're like what <laughs> i don't oh, i'm sorry no that's rude i uh i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna kiss you <laughs> just very confused how to go about it but then he starts getting into it they're like telling him what to say and he's like yeah i'm gonna like fucking hold your arms down and then i'm gonna and then he starts getting hulky uh-huh. and then it gets really fucking scary and he has to like back off and <laughs> calm down so I don't know if that's best and worst. That sounds like <laughs> worst and worst. It really depends on what you're into. True. For best and worst, I think it would be Peter Quill, Star-Lord. Um, okay. Because, I mean, they make it clear in the first movie that he's kind of like a little space slut. Yeah, and, he is you know, a space slut. Fucks around. Um, and so, obviously, like, he's getting, he's getting, you know, creatures. I don't know. <laughs> like, he's getting different. He's getting space pigs. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but I feel like afterwards he would say something immediately that you'd be like, I regret everything I've ever done. <laughs> How did I get here? He's such a space fuck boy. <laughs> Total space fuck boy, mm-hmm. uh, which makes me so upset that he was really starting to grow in, in the sense of like relationships yeah, with the, the happenings of uh, infinity war. And <sighs> I know, uh, I know so much, so tough. Now he's going to go back to being a fuckstronaut. No, fuckstronaut <laughs> is not, that's a good attempt. I'm not on my game today with my hybrid words. It's unfortunate. Fuckstronaut. I don't know. It's kind of growing on me. 
I just immediately think uh, Elon Musk when you say oh, fuckstronaut. Oh no, that's the worst. And I also don't want true. That. I don't want that. Uh, I think Black Widow definitely knows how to dirty talk. Oh no shit. Yeah, one hundred percent. Absolutely. Like, to her detriment, like she gets yeah. people so hot that they like finish too quickly yep. for her. And she's like, God again, uh, Bruce. True. <laughs> I'm so. I'm so. I'm sorry. <laughs> said that thing about my ears and i just got you know God, talk about actually great sexual chemistry between the two of them Whew. yeah i really was into it and it was also like pure and precious and then like kind of sexy yep. loved it loved it fantastic mm-hmm. but yes she would be really really great at dirty talk 100 percent. i wonder if stan lee uh dirty talked well or not um i feel like he'd just be more like really supportive in the bedroom like you're doing a great job <laughs> just Hot. Really like cheerleading the other person. Very hot. Like, you've you've done a great job with uh with those right there. They they're they're just <laughs> nice and perky. They're I am truly not into this fantasy. No. <laughs> nope. It's just simply not for me. <laughs> I think because I only think of Stanley as an old, old man, and I don't see him as particularly horny, um, just in general. <laughs> and so I'm gonna go with uh no and moving right along. Um, ooh, honorable mention to, again, somebody who I guess is not really, like, technically in the MCU, um, but best and worst at the same time, 100% Deadpool all day long. Oh, yeah, definitely. It would be so great and also so fucking terrible <laughs> all at once. Terrible uh, dirty talk for sure, 100%. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. Ugh. No, he's so unsexy to me. <laughs> Truly, there's no one less sexy to me than Doctor Strange. And that's not really even about Benedict Cumberbatch, who, like, I get that that's a lot of your, like, number one horny levels, but not for me. Uh, but it's Doctor Strange as a character, just, like, so non-sexual and also uninteresting to me. I think all. you would probably be more willing to fuck his cloak than I uh, would. than Doctor Strange himself. I mean, Rachel McAdams was right there if you're looking for someone hot <laughs> right? in that movie. <laughs> she is extremely hot. I feel like uh was it Wong? Uh his 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 uh Oh yeah. yeah. Uh he's not like a sexual character to me, but he's very sweet. He he would be warm and cuddly. <laughs> he would. Yeah. Oh yeah, he would be really sweet. I feel like he would like give you compliments and mm-hmm. stuff during sex. He's a forehead kisser for sure. Oh, he really is. Yeah. He is an A one spooner. No, like, the what's, best. No, I don't. I don't remember. I don't think Wong is that. That's because it's Benedict Wong. I think is the actor that. No, is it? You're thinking of Benedict Cumberbatch, maybe. No, I'm. I'm gonna look it up while we're while we're discussing okay. other things, but. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Doctor Strange definitely at the bottom of my list in everything, really. Oh, no. I just didn't love it. I don't know. There's something about it. I didn't like the character. We do have another one from, uh, here we go, from Tondi. This is, I mean, everybody went sexual for us with these yeah. questions, so they I don't feel bad about podcast. us going sexual with it as well. That makes total sense to me uh, that people went this way because these are characters that are, I mean, they're all good looking Fit, uh-huh. uh superheroes so yeah yep. i get people sexualizing them a little bit and uh let's see oh i i got the uh the name benedict wong is that yep and he plays oh, nice. wong okay so i was right on both accounts oh, okay cool good job Yay. nailed it <laughs> but yeah the the next one is from tondi from my handle is jonathan blade mm-hmm. uh this is a number of questions that we have to field here of mcu eyes wide shut 
Okay, let's go through them question by question. We've got most likely to host. Tony. Tony for sure. 100%. Yeah, that's an easy one. No question. Then we've got who takes the most hot loads. Hating that phrasing, Tony. I'm hating that hating phrasing. It. Hating it. Um, And I'm going to say... Ant-Man. I don't know. Ant-Man? I'm not really sure. He'd be dodging, like, like shrinking and, and yeah. growing just to get out of the way of the hot loads. Well, that's why I think that people would tr- be trying to aim the hot loads at him. They'd be trying to take him down, like, the, the rock salt guns <laughs> that you have for flies to shoot them out of the air. Yeah. And then he accidentally goes into, like, the mega size of Ant-Man and, oh, like, no. ruins the compound. Except, like, Jism already got on him, so that grows along with him as oh, well. Oh, no. Yeah. And it's like a Absolutely tidal wave. Absolutely not. Can we please move on? Okay, to the next all right. One? I hate it. Most likely to not be invited. <laughs> Probably Incredible Hulk because In- he would be like, "I want to fuck, but I can't," and then he would just kind of like bring down the whole mood. Yeah, I mean that's not a bad call. Yeah. I think that's definitely I feel like he'd possible. Be kind of a giant downer. I think maybe Rocket. Oh, Rocket would not be involved because he would just want to like sit in the background and jerk off and like make commentary and stuff. Oh, I'm gonna get that cock ring. Just oh. yeah. Also, um, shoot, her name just fell out of my brain. What's um Gamora's sister? Oh, ne- uh, Nebula. Nebula, huge downer. She's definitely not involved. I, I feel like though she would it, it would take her a minute to loosen up to the point of feeling like in the mood for it. But once she rage fucks for sure, she probably does rage fuck, and she honestly probably has like a robotic pussy. So yeah. maybe that's an. Experience. She's the one that's just like bends over, put it at me. Oh, just God. really aggressive. But and- I think that that's why she wouldn't be invited because enough people would have like fuck rage fucked her at some point that they would be like just don't like she's too much for this vibe right for sure <laughs> she's not here for the eyes wide shut eyes wide shut is about discretion <laughs> oh no <laughs> okay most likely to watch but not participate that's rocket rocket in my opinion, yep. for sure um i mean most of the guardians i feel like Groot is not getting involved, hopefully. Drax I do is not probably, want that to happen. Drax, I don't know. It, I mean, because he's still like mourning his dead wife and child. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much fucking he'd be doing. But... Mantis is just touching everybody else and being like, oh, yeah, wow, she, that's how you feel? Yep, totally coming from, from yep. just feeling them, their <laughs> empathy. She's like, this is a really good time. And they're just like, you're, you're not, not going to do anything. Do anything? Okay, cool. Let's <laughs> see what those antenna could do, but, you know. Mm, who else would watch but not participate? Honestly, I feel like T'Challa is too good to be there. I feel like he's invited, but he just didn't come because I feel like he's better than, him, than like, everybody you else. You Americans have weird traditions. This is <laughs> yep. a bit much for me. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. I just don't feel like he would arrive, and I feel like people would be disappointed. <laughs> oh, no. Like, um, T'Challa, M'Baku, anybody? M'Baku would probably go. M'Baku would be like, down. M'Baku would be like right in the middle of things, I think. Umbaka would be the one that he would walk walk in like with some saunter and just like already be in a robe. So he just had minimal oh, time. Oh my to... God. And literally every single person in the building would be like panties off forever. <laughs> Throw your panties in the fire. <laughs> Mbaku is here. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm projecting a little bit. That's fine. <laughs> some Kendrick Lamar starts playing in the background. Oh, truly. He's getting down in, into the, I, I already have the, building figured out in my head of just like steps going down to just like one gigantic mattress oh so like a conversation pit from the 70s but, it's but a, for, fucking, for orgies for super fucking <laughs> super fucking super fucking oh my god that's amazing i also feel like pepper would not participate 
I feel like she would just kind of be there and be like, I got to work. Like, you guys just, Oh, Tony would whatever. do the thing where, like, Pepper's on one side of him and there's, like, a, a Black Widow or something on the other side. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, trying to put, like, he's Pepper's like, eh? hand on yep, Black Widow's yep. or vice versa. And her being like, no, Tony, I don't really... I'm, I don't know. I'm a little uncomfortable. And like, no, just go with it. And her like, okay, well, okay, but I'm, I don't know. I feel uncomfortable. And then starting to like make out a little and then just being like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then or Pepper and Black Widow just like do their own thing. And Tony's like, it. oh no, <laughs> I'm actually, not what I wanted. I'm super, and not even in like a skeezy, pervy dude kind of way of them going at it, but I'm like kind of there for that of Pepper and, and uh, Black Widow getting it on a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that and at all. And Pepper just kind of having, this better approach to Tony after that. It's like, I mean, I can always just go fuck Natasha. So if oh, you want to keep doing amazing. this egomaniac <laughs> bullshit, I'm going to go hang out uh, and get, get some black widow action. That would in be here. incredible. Actually. I love that for them. <laughs> it's earth's mightiest kind of lingus over there. So <laughs> it, you want to keep being a fuck boy, right? Don't have to deal with that anymore. <laughs> and finally, uh, he asked most likely to finish fast and leave early. You know what? I think it's Thor. I really do. You do? I feel like he doesn't have stamina. That's just in my mind. I feel like, okay, I, again, I'm not like a big, like, horny for Loki person like a, a lot of people are, but I feel like Loki probably has better sexual game than Thor. Really? Because Thor doesn't need to. You know, like, he drinks too much. He already knows he's, like, powerful and sexy and stuff. I, he doesn't have anything to prove. Loki's like a weird little tiny brother. That's kind of like greasy. I see where you're coming from on I that. Feel like I could he see has dick game. Thor would be there to party and fucking for would be part sure. of that for sure. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, yeah, let's dick down. And he would like fuck around a little bit, um, be done. The, the orgy's still going, but he's going over to craft services. He's yep. getting, he's making a little sandwich. He's fill, refilling his ale. Mm-hmm. He's hanging out. He's, he's not even mad that people are still doing the thing because he's watching. He's having fun watching. Yep. He's dancing. Yep. He's, People are coming for what? Like he's giving out waters to people that are taking a breather for a second. Yep. And just be like, fun orgy, hey? You know, just. Right. Re- and he's not even going to be tired because he, I feel like he didn't do any of the work. I feel like no. he would make everybody else do all the work and he would just like lay back and enjoy it. And so I feel like he would be the one to leave early because I feel like he would get hammered and passed out somewhere. Oh, hammered. Uh, yeah. I didn't even mean to do that. I'm just a comedic genius. And then he would go pass out somewhere. Whoever may suck this dick will, will <laughs> receive the load of Thor. No. Just, yeah. <laughs> He uses it as as a line where he's like, I don't know. My dick only gets hard if you're worthy. And then they're like, I am. I I promise. I I told you I was worthy. You are worthy. Uh (laughs) Honestly, amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's you got to like do what you can. Smoke him if you got him, you know, (laughs) and that's a great move. I'm the god of. Come down. No, 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 that's worse than Fuckstronaut. That is worse than Fuckstronaut. Yeah, I mean they're not good. Neither of them are. No, good, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give you some shit. Fair. All right, so that is our uh, our finish fashion leave early. That is our eyes wide shut MCU. Yeah, uh, amazing collection. questions, honestly. Except for the hot load, still gonna have to um, be upset about that part. <laughs> that's gonna be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I also, another person that I think that would be having a blast with Thor, like sitting there, craft services, just talking a whole mm-hmm. lot, having a good time, is Michael Pena's character from Ant-Man. Oh, my God. Like, oh, did you just see the thing that Doctor Strange did over there? It, it reminds <laughs> yeah. me of this one time that my cousin, you know, just like <laughs> talking about all the previous orgies that he's attended. And it's just like super happy to be there, mm-hmm. hanging out, just super positive about the whole situation. He's like, oh, I love what you did over here with this thing. You just yep. really 
talking up everybody describing the whole thing yeah i'm into it (laughs) dr strange being like i'll fuck you into a different dimension (laughs) i'm like oh god no thank you oh oh man (laughs) dr strange totally uses the time stone to like hold in the same position so he doesn't come yet (laughs) (laughs) so he's like about or just to like relive the (laughs) orgasm over and over again where he just like rewinds a little like uh 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 that's so exhausting (laughs) so he's a withered husk when he's done he's like i've come three thousand times today i'm just gonna say it that's too many times that's too many times (laughs) too many times he's the one that's not showing up to the orgy next time yeah right too exhausting it's like it's your own damn fault (laughs) dude you set up the orgy yep (laughs) (laughs) all right you want to get to the final portion which is senior senior superlatives I, this was your idea and i'm obsessed with them. it's a great idea um because we already have our own feelings about the different characters in the mcu some people love some um characters and not others and that's much like the senior superlatives in high school uh you know the um, the class clown the uh most school spirited kind of senior superlative so we're going through with the mcu characters not just the heroes everybody is able to be voted love it for these so the first one up is biggest flirt i'm gonna say thor thor i would say natasha mm, Black okay, Widow. definitely so they they would be perfect as the like the male and female class flirts yes. choices would be fucking great that would be really good yeah then we've got class clown Oh man, Ant Man. Ant Man is up there. I don't know if I would necessarily call Tony the class clown. He's he's cracks jokes a lot. Yeah, but I don't know if class clown because that's like you know being goofy and weird. Like he's more of the like he's the cool guy, yes. which has class clownish tendencies, but it's not the class clown usually. Right. He's too cool for class clown. Yeah, yeah. it's way too cool for class clown. Yeah, it's gonna be Star Lord or Ant Man. Okay, Star Lord's a good call. That's a very good call. Honestly, maybe the the call. Well, no, Ant-Man, I feel like the two of them are pretty equally measured in that regard. Yeah. Personally. I think, yeah, I, I think those are some great choices. Um, I don't think I could think of a better class clown, honestly, between those two. That's, I that's your best bet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we got cutest couple. I've got two for this one. I would okay. say either T'Challa and Nakia, loving that couple. Love that couple, yeah. Or... um. Steve and Bucky. <laughs> they <Okay>. are so <laughs> fucking cute. Oh, super cute. Yeah. And I I do love that there, there's such a like legitimate bromance between those oh two. Oh my god, yes. But oh then there's that like love triangle with Sam as well. Yes. In there, I was thinking that too. Which you could even have them like arm in arm in arms uh between Bucky and Steve. Aww. And uh then just off in the corner, like his arm folded as Sam, just looking a little bit dejected. <laughs> For the cutest couple. I love it. That's amazing. Then we've got uh, Life of the Party. Tony's definitely up there. Oh, definitely. Thor is definitely up there as well. Thor can throw the fuck down. Oh, no question at all. Uh, Cap is at the bottom of the list for Life of the Party. Yes. He's the guy making sure that everybody has their keys in the punch bowl. Yep. That he's uh, helping back out cars and stuff to Mm -hmm. get people that are trying to leave. Yep. He's he's being the the house mom during all the celebrations. And he's like, he can't get drunk anyway, so right. he's fine. Yeah, he's, exactly. He's a great DD because he's never drunk. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Life of the Party, uh, Rocket, I think, would, 
but he's the guy that like he's he gets, so shitty though you no know, he's that guy that like he's super fun until he reaches a certain point and then he becomes just a total fucking negative mess yes exactly the person that just yeah doesn't hold their drink well, he too can well dish it and can't take it so that would be kind of a mess yeah. you know who's the fucking life of the party it's groot groot is the life oh, of the sure. fucking party 100 dancing around oh just great vibes all the way around he's dancing with he's like doing limbo with one of his yes. one of his branches yes. and uh absolutely making seating for other people mm-hmm. yeah just carrying drunk people away carrying drunk people <laughs> away so much fun and so helpful so sweet yeah Unless he's teenage group, then he's a fucking little Such asshole. Such a piece of shit. Yeah. But we were all pieces of shit when we were high school. Oh, 100%. So. Then we've got most athletic. I um, mean, where to begin? I, I mean, yeah, they're all pretty athletic. I guess Captain America. Captain America or T'Challa. Yeah, I mean, true. And that, that point is even shown in the series in uh, Infinity War, where they start charging the uh, the faceless monsters of Thanos' army mm-hmm. uh, it, as they're entering the force field. And in front of everybody is Cap. And T'Challa yep. is running faster than anybody else can keep Sprinting. up. Sprinting. Yeah. Yep. Love it. So yeah, I'm down for that. Masters of cardio. Absolutely masters of cardio. We've got most unique. What did you mean by this one? That's the, that's the it, it was called class individualist. Oh, when, it was for like the cat girl of the class? Yeah, it was for the weirdo. Got it. Yeah, the, the weird kid in your school. I won class individualist in high school uh, as... I would say probably most of my friends in their high schools one class. Got it. Got class it. weirdo. I'm going to say Mantis, uh, Loki. I don't know. I can't decide where to go with this one. Um, I think Rocket, as far as well, most yeah, unique, truly. would definitely uh, a surgically and like genetically altered raccoon person yeah. is pretty And also original. nobody can tell what he is the yeah. whole time. Uh, Groot and Ra- Rocket are really a uh, a good choice for this role as well yeah. because- I mean, even the collector's like, I've never met a Groot. So true, he's true. definitely one of the few, if his only, you know, of his species at this point. Yep. Definitely. So gotta be Groot. I think uh, you gotta throw it in for Goth Girl, he- uh, Hella, the goddess of death. Oh, true. 100% she is, is getting, so most unique. She is definitely like Dom in training high school kid. Yes. That girl that just like has so much fucking sexual sw- swagger. I at, love at, it. That you as a, as a teenage boy are like... Well, I can't handle that. Right. <laughs> like, that's so, that's 10 years maybe from maybe, now that I can handle I that shit. work at it. And just like full swagger down the hall. You're like, nope, you, 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 you. I can't, <laughs> I cannot, man. I cannot handle that. Yeah. I feel like Hella is the right choice, honestly. And I feel like if she didn't win it, she would kill people. <laughs> yeah. You're at like cloyingly uh, grabbing um, boob. Yeah. Level. And this is like, you're in, you're in 2021. She's in 3021. <laughs> yep. Just fully doing it. She's like an expert 10 times over and you're still an amateur hour. Yep, yep. No, can't handle that in high school. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Uh, then best dressed. Mm. Tony's up there for sure. Oh, yeah. Tony, because I mean, he's got money. And he's got like a million of the, the mock mocks of the suit. Yes. Different versions of his super suit. Very true. As well as like the best suits, like regular people suits. Yeah. Um, Out of all of them. So, yeah, he's always in pretty good. I mean, so. Captain America's suit truly hugs the curves, <laughs> so True. that we appreciate. We also got Jeff Goldblum in oh, Ragnarok. Yeah. He he was definitely styling in mm-hmm. his little uh little cloaky type thing mm-hmm. that he was wearing, mm-hmm. and with the blue uh, eyeliner that he was rocking as that well. That was, was amazing, a, and like the solid, gold details. Solid yeah, love in the makeup for that. Also, Valkyrie with the the facial tattoo stuff that she that was, was cool. doing that was mm-hmm. very very cool as that well. That was cool. 
Then we've got uh, best friends. This is tough because we've got Tony and Rhodey. Tony and Spider-Man. Tony and Spider-Man. Spider-Man and Happy. Spider-Man and Happy. <laughs> that's like a good ironic one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's one that's like kind of a joke mm-hmm. written in. Yep. Yeah. And then everyone does it and it's cute and Spider-Man's thrilled and Happy is so upset. I don't think that this is necessarily my favorite couple, but I think it would be one of those like it's clearly the popular vote that mm-hmm. everybody's going to vote for. So why vote for anybody else? Because you know they're going to get it. It's going to be Bucky and Cap. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. That Even Sam's like, man... I guess. I get. I mean, I get it. I mean, I voted for them too. Right. <laughs> He's like, no, I know, I know. They've been friends for like ninety years. Yeah, it happens. That's you know. fine. Yeah, they're the obvious. Yeah, choice. I'm with you till the end of the line. We've heard it. Stop. We know. Yeah, stop yelling that all the time. <laughs> and then we've got this is the tough one and a, and a good place to end this. Uh, most attractive. Oh fuck. Is tough. Oh. Is there some lookers? Yeah. I mean, Black Widow for sure. Obviously, oh, yeah. Like, stunning. Mm-hmm. Um. Not that into Captain Marvel, honestly. Like, uh, even the actress is like, I mean, clearly gorgeous. Don't oh, get me yeah, wrong. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, just, it doesn't, it isn't like my, doesn't draw me in. Yeah, really. I get so, that. She's also got kind of like a little smarminess that's a little maybe bit. not the most attractive. If I mean, you know. I mean it, some people are really into that, though. So, and yeah. so just not, not my bag, really. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it would go to Steve. Steve is so like, quarterback with a heart of gold yeah you know like that's his whole vibe if he didn't win this it would be like what has he been doing this whole time <laughs> i think though like i think out of it it for me would be thor because yeah. he's got he's got a little bit of fuckboy energy but he's still got he's like got massive fuckboy energy but he also has a lot of that like honor stuff that go that he goes through as well so he's like maybe a former fuckboy that mm. has gotten his shit together a little bit but he still knows how to throw down a little bit a reformed fuckboy he's still rough around the edges even yeah. though he's gotten his shit together yeah. so you're getting a little bit of the best of, best of both worlds there that's a good call actually i'm not mad at that at all yeah i feel like, like t'challa is too goody goody to be most attractive yeah i mean he's a good looking man and like swagger for fucking days mm. but yeah he's well see no i put him in the same camp as cap as far as that goes too of of just being like a kind of a goody two shoes to a degree. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. and I think for me, I do want a little bit of that rough, you know, that yeah rowdiness thrown in as well. So, uh, Star Lord could mm-hmm. do that, but he's still a little too fuck boy still. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. If we're going hottest villain though, like most attractive villain, then it's an obvious choice in Killmonger. Like no question. Oh asked. yeah, talk about swagger! Holy Jesus. shit! Jesus. Yeah. We're, we're just like, fuck, he might be right. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. All right. Um, M'Baku, for sure, is oh, up there obviously. for you as well. That's yeah. my number one. That just goes without saying. <laughs> without That's saying. like leaps and bounds above everybody else. <laughs> Truly, everyone's chopped liver. I think, yeah, I think for me, uh, T'Challa and Cap suffer the same thing as being too clearly morally true and good and yep. like not enough sketchy for yep. me i think so yeah tony is too sketchy yep like he's just so unreliable so fucking flaky just doing his own thing too much of a megalomaniac not my thing yeah no i think thor is actually the perfect choice yeah and i also think that thor um would have won it in everyone's hearts when he got all of his hair cut off in ragnarok and then all of a sudden it was like oh no you look just as good, if not better, right. without that hair, which seemed like it was a defining quality. You didn't even need it. Like, that's 
I even love an Endgame where you got Fat Thor, Mm -hmm. and he's so much more vulnerable than you've seen him in previous movies, and he's just a broken, poor little baby that I I, I just wanted to help. So badly. When they're going to fight Thanos, and apparently electricity can braid a beard. Yep. But I'm here for it. That yep. even and I love that he didn't get thinner or anything. That no. he pull that shit. No, he's a he's a thick Thor. Mm-hmm. But he looks good. Yeah, like, get it, thick he's Thor. A thick Thor with his braided beard. He looks way more Viking than he's he ever looked really in does. any of the shit. Fucking perfect. Yeah, and I love that people were like, "Oh, Thor, why?" And mm-hmm. then that end scene happens, and people are like, "Oh, no, yeah, you oh, can still okay. get it. Yeah, yeah that's uh-huh. fine." <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't about the weight. It was about the sadness. Yeah. So once the sadness disappeared, it was like, all right, okay, Thick cool. Thor. Thick Thor. <laughs> I am on board. Thick Thor save lives. Is that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, truly. <laughs> I mean, I li- literally. Definitely. In, in mm-hmm. the, this movie. So I think that's uh, that's, that's about questions. it. Yeah. That wraps up the journey. Oh, my God. I can't believe it's over. It's it was over. so fun. And so I'm much caught fun. up on everything now. I watched WandaVision. I watched. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Which, a reminder, if you have not had the chance to listen to the Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah. episode on Geeks Under the Influence, our main flagship show, uh, Ms. Bogard here was one of the panelists on that episode. Sure was. To wax poetic about the uh, Disney Plus show. Oh, yeah. We had a blast. So much fun. Us, Lowdown, Scotty P. It was mm-hmm. great. So much fun. Mm-hmm. So that's going to wrap it up for another, it was a special edition episode of Deeply Upsetting. Um, we will be back with your regularly scheduled question and answer format. And especially if you were missing the fuck, Mary kill of it all in two weeks. Next week, we'll have another minor upset. So we hope that you join us then. Um, if you are a fan of the show, buy our merch. There is so much amazing merch. Um Mike actually designed a very, very cool Falcon and Winter Soldier themed GY shirt that is amazing. I need it in my life and a bunch of other new stuff, too. So you've been working. Yeah, I am really impressed with how well out uh, that Falcon Winter Soldier design came out. I'm normally in the one that nitpicks the stuff more than anything. But after I got that done, I went, "Okay, that's really cool. It's amazing. It's a really cool design. So um, we also have our... uh, LGBTQIA plus yes. uh, support shirt. Absolutely. Well. All are welcome in the GUI family. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So if you want any of these or all of these, um, the deeply upsetting gear and all of the other um, gear for the shows is on our T public page. It is at guipodcast.com slash store. And while you're at it, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts for this show and all of the other shows at guipodcast.com. Last but not least, special shout out, as always, to our opening theme, Payday. It's by Jason Farnham. We love it so much. It's a jaunty little tune. So for another episode of Deeply Upsetting, I'm Amy Bogard. I'm Mike the Hobbit. I don't know. I wanted to say something cool in Avengers-y, but I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head. This is why I couldn't be in the Avengers. I don't think well off the cuff. Uh, I get too scared. In the the Stan Lee sense, there's always Excelsior. Oh, Excelsior. Absolutely. Excelsior. GUIPodcast.com In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, 
Only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Scotty Big Daddy Preston here, that's right, the Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. 